The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's what, what's what? You're here live on another Thursday with the goddess Shash Shash Road Empress Lady Kate Mix. Y'all know me. And you better live right here to be exposed. And honey, tonight I am exposing some things. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Y'all know how it started giving all glory and honor to God. Gotta start with a prayer to let y'all know that it is it is it is it is it is it is i hear me still hope out there still hope out there so i see y'all god i thank you i come to you oh father god just saying thank you oh father god lift us up where we fall short oh heavenly father oh father god is still some things that are troubling us oh father god we go through but we get through oh father god let us continue to concentrate on you and understand, oh, Father God, that you still have your hand on us. Let us not be worried, oh, Father God, and even in the midst of, oh, Father, please let us understand that your mercy, grace, and love is there to keep us, Lord, and should keep us going. Oh, Father God, I pray, send a special prayer for everyone out there that is grieving, everyone who's dealing with sickness, oh, Father God, whether it be physically mentally or just sickness in the heart that's what grief does to you oh father god thank you thank you for who you are father god thank you for continuing to let us live our lives oh father god and showing us and and encouraging us to be who you say that we are oh father god let us grab heat heat of that if um if not anything i love you thank you for loving us couldn't thank you enough oh heavenly father Please continue to keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Because that's why I was ready to get emotional. I tell y'all, I don't try to be all long-winded with my prayer on here because I'm praying all of my thoughts every time that I talk. No matter what is going on, I'm constantly, you know how you say you're talking to yourself, but to me, it's like, I'm praying, baby. I ain't never not too humble. You hear me? Life will humble you in a way. Life be lifing. And that is why that is my topic tonight, in the midst of, in the midst of love, in the midst of, what does that mean, baby? How you getting through? I'm telling you, I'm so very proud of y'all. I am, I'm very proud of y'all because you know what? Not only me recognizing and understanding things going on in my life, I got friends, with my family well you know this time and age you know if i ain't calling you sis bro cousin on on something um so now the friends that i got that put out of grace i embrace them as family um but just to know like everybody be going through stuff like every day like it's always something you know you hear all these sayings growing up and as you growing up you know right now while i'm at my age i'm like oh my goodness that is so true like it's always something when brains is paused 
Um, it's kind of ironic because I'm like, the last couple Thursdays I've been came through on the show, right? It's been rain. Well, who better than to bring the sunshine? So I feel like that is a way that God is just reminding me to keep on going. And of course, that is what I do on this platform and why I encourage y'all to you better live. Um, you know, I've been bringing people through here, um, entrepreneurs trying to put the highlights on a positive that's in our community because we don't get that enough. Um, I do that purposely to encourage you, to inspire you, to help somebody because all of my previous guests um, that I have had on the show, everybody has a story. Everybody has a story. Um, but I think it's real inspirational when someone's story can turn into their glory. You know what it is, that test, turn into that testimony, right? Um, and I just was thinking things are always changing. And a lot of us are reluctant to change. But nothing changes if nothing changes, right? And me, myself, I'm just getting comfortable with that fact. You know, because we are so used to things being a certain way or having these people. That's that's one of the ways, you know, that like death hits us and sudden loss, you know, so used to having these people, being able to call on these people. Um, and there's a real void and a burden when you can no longer do that because the way grief works is not only, you know, you remembering those moments and the joyous moments you got to share with these people. But then also that reality setting in that you no longer have them for those moments, whatever you leaned on them for, right? Um, so yes, in the midst of this is that show to be an encouragement. Like I said, if y'all seen my rule yesterday, um, I was telling y'all who was my guest. You be my guest, be my guest, be my guest. So thank y'all for coming through tonight. Thank you for not standing me up. That's what's up, because I already had y'all book, right? Um, <laughs> and I want you to come back and be my guest every Thursday right here because this is when I'm running my show every Thursday live at 7 but I'm not the only one Be Exposed is a whole family gotta check us out BeExposedRadio.com if you ever interested in being a guest on my show or any others hit us up on there I believe the email was info at BeExposedRadio.com um, you know while I'm on here now and you out here um, in the land. Let me know you're here. Hit me up on the chat. Just to give me some love. Say, hey, what's going on, chats? And I'm going to give you that love right on back. Um, also, phone lines are open. Don't don't be too shy to call in. It's 43-642-9403. Yes, info at beexposedradio.com if you got any questions. That is the email. Um, I also have developed my email for the You Better Live um, which is you bet to live ybl at gmail.com. I've kind of been using that um, to send out the link to the show and everything else like that and a follow up um, with my guests and everything as well. Um, but that bigsposeradio.com is the website. You can go on there, check out all of the things that Big Bowls has to offer. Um, there are sponsorship opportunities. Yes, I ain't begging, but I'm bragging, right? Make sure, guess what? If you love my show, don't hesitate. You know what I mean? Don't hesitate. Show me some love. Show me some love. It's not only in your comments, your likes and your shares, um, but the dollar and all that. Yeah, we got cash it, all of the let me know. If you want to know how to do all of that, even if I can't spit off all the facts to you right now here tonight, don't hesitate. Hit me up. 
Um, I am so grateful because people have been messaging me through my personal Facebook um, chats. I want to check out your show and everything else like that. So the love is greatly appreciated. Y'all don't know how much that inspires me. Just keep going. Um, because aside from the show, I'm, hey, this is real life. I'm living life too. Um, so it's, it's a task. It's a task. I just was speaking uh, to the producer and the CEO and just was letting them know, hey, Millie Mill, that's the gorgeous queen. What's up, Millie Mill? Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that you are here. I'm glad that you are here. Um, Jamila is a sweetheart. Um, I got to connect with her through my sister Keisha, um, who is she, who she is a cousin with, and since they once been loved, you know, so when you meet and you get to grace those lovely spirits like that, it's just always a pleasure. I'm glad you came through to support me tonight, um, because you're my guest, so you ain't standing me up, Melody, you ain't standing me up, and I am grateful for it. I do got some things to talk about. Y'all know I like to start because my hometown is right here, Baltimore, Maryland. So I like to run my mouth about my city. Um, and then this topic that I'm ready to bring up, it's like a catch 22 um, because, you know, we don't like to do anything. Uh, my city do love to celebrate. And the last celebration that we had that um, just um, passed. Um, was Martin Luther King, you know, in, on, in honor of the Martin Luther King. We usually have our Martin Luther King parade um, that is here, but I'm going to get all into that, right, when I bring that up. Um, just wanted to start off and, well, start off, finally, you know, I've already been on here five or ten minutes, whatever. Um, but yeah, just encouraging you to y'all to keep on going. I see y'all. I see y'all. Life is not easy, and y'all be really going hard. You know, a couple of people I've been on with, with going through, through sickness. Y'all may know my situation. I always share um, about my mom, you know, um, battling cancer. So many people, um, cancer has hit our community. So many pet people battling that awful, awful disease, awful illness. Um, and they be sticking in it. One of my first guests, um, Trees, who came through, who was a breast cancer survivor. Um, she gave y'all her story. Um, that is one heck of a battle. Yes, it is. Um, but aside from that, you know, a whole bunch of changes with COVID. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people just, you know, are not in the same place financially that they were um, a few years back, including myself, you know, and it's trying. It really is trying. Um, but if I can tell you anything else, um, stress. Just be, I want to remind you that you are definitely, definitely blessed. I know it's not, it's easier said than done. I'll be the first to tell you, right? Because I'm always saying it, right? Um, but I'm here to bring through that sunshine, that inspiration, giving out what I feel that I need back. Um, so yeah, give me love. Give me that encouragement. Um, I thank God for all of you who are already providing that in my life one way or the other. Real talk. Um, and that's how I get into the real talk of telling people, give me my flowers now as I give you yours. But yeah, that's really what I need right now. And I need that love. I need that inspiration, all of that. So that's why I show up like this saying, look, everything ain't okay in my life. Everything's not okay. I am okay. And I'm here to tell you, you will be okay. Just keep going. I see you. You just keep on getting up. You are not giving up. 
and it's inspirational. So I'm highlighting all of y'all who are watching, who have joined me tonight, that are going through something, whether it be past, present, and guess what? You got already praise them and praise them because stuff definitely going to come. You know what I mean? And my 40 going on 41 years of living, it's going to come. Change is going to come. Change is going to come. And sometimes that change is going to be bad. Sometimes it's going to be good. Sometimes that change is going to be up. Sometimes that change is going to be down. But you just got to stay down. And if anything, stay down for you. Stay down for yourself. Show up for you and keep on encouraging yourself. Love yours. Love yours. Like, real talk. That's from who? J. Cole. <laughs> I was talking to my last guest. That's one of my favorite. But Yes, stay up, y'all. Don't stress too much because stress, I'm telling you, it'll lead you to some way you don't want to be. Anything you practice, they say that you master, and that's not what I want for me. I don't want to be stressed out. So when we talk about manifesting and everything, that is really important to speak those things into your life. So I'm real, real careful when I eat that food, right? Food is not just you consume by mouth is everything what you take in with your eyes your nose your ears all of that all your senses and if all your senses are working and you are alert you definitely have to be conscious on what you take in because i'm telling you mm, what you eat be your defeat honey so just be mindful of that um but let's get into the talking you know this is your news our booze, and I was starting to talk about this Martin Luther King parade um, that came back this year. Now, if you are a Baltimore, you know um, that there was an announcement that the parade was not going to happen, right? Um, but for whatever reason, Mayor Brand got to him, he wasn't having it, right? So he sent out a tweet, I think, um, the weekend, actually before the holiday, because everyone knows. Um, that Martin Luther King birthday is on the 15th. We recognize it and um, celebrate it on the 16th. Um, it was something I was saying, like, based on the calendar of Mondays or whatever, whatever. Um, but that's usually when we do our Martin Luther King parade and everything. I'll say that. So Mayor Brandon Scott wasn't having it. Um, usually these events that have our community are the responsibility of the B.O.B. A, okay. Um, the BOBA is the Baltimore Office of Promotion and Arts. Um, so they kind of, you know, coordinate and oversee all of our big events here, our artscapes, our, um, it was a couple of them that I seen they uh, did, uh, the fireworks, any type of activities we have like that, the City of Lights, um, the Baltimore Book Festival, all of that stuff. Um, it's kind of like, they are working for our mayor to oversee that, right? Um, so <laughs> it just was real crazy to me. One of the points I want to make, like, I'm glad the parade happened. Don't get me wrong. I, I think um, Mayor Brandon Scott, a lot of people say that once he gets heat or he getting people to, hearing people starting to gossip about something that's wrong, that he makes those rash decisions to reverse certain things the same way he reversed the um <laughs> the uh Baltimore Council where they were trying to do that um pension. So a lot of people now feeling like, you know, he be in his head and letting people get in his head um to make some decisions 
Um, but I'm sure that's a test goodness. But anyway, I gave him a shout out because I'm like, good. Because I wanted the MLK parade to come back. I like the marching bands. I think it's a great event where everyone kind of shows their solidarity. Um, they love one another where we get to really embrace um, the changes that had came and also get to recognize how far as well we need to go. Um to make sure all of that change for which he fought for um, came about. Oh, also a fun fact. I don't know if anyone knew that. Did you know that Martin Luther King's um, father name before he was a junior was Michael? And then when he was born, I think his father changed it like before he went to middle school. So their name was Michael Luther King. Um, his father changed his name, Martin, Martin Luther King Sr. And in turn changed his name too. So when I was just looking at information, I was like, wow, I, I think I know that. I think I knew that, but then I like forgot that. But that was really, really interesting. And it, we we know of Michaels and we know of Martins, but that Martin just is a little bit stronger, right? But um, <laughs> I don't know. And that's no shun to the Michaels out here. Hold on, let me that corruption, because you know how people be. Um, that's just my opinion. I like the word Michael, um, but I just was thinking of my thoughts like, what name was Mike Luther King, how that would have, um, nope, it was small and it got to change, but it was not born that, it was actually changed to that when his father changed his name, um, but anywho, yeah, the B-O-B-A, um, who oversees that, the CEO and is Donna Drew Sawyer, um, and what happened was, right, they had already the announcement that the parade was not going to happen. Brandon Scott came to tweet it. Oh, yeah, I said definitely it's going to happen. And his message for the parade was we must stop killing each other, which is a good thing. And I know a lot of people were looking forward um, to the parade. Um, but also in hindsight, you know, a lot of people came out with their opinions. Oh, why is it being held off? Um, certain people, even former mayor Sheila Dixon, uh, made some comments. Um, Councilman or Costello, um, like other people were really puzzled because they were like, we're not, even though we're still dealing with the COVID, we're not in the midst of where it was like so many restrictions. Um, so then it later was said that actually was a conscious decision um, not to have it. And instead of the parade, they wanted us to serve in a day of service. Um, that's the thing too. Each day should be a day that we look forward to serve. Um, that's just my opinion, serving and helping, whatever you can do, um, because you're going to have to answer to that. So whatever gift God is giving you, look, present it to people. Don't be shy. Put it out there and use it. Um, but anyway, right? So when they made that decision, he tweeted, we had the parade. Um, then people was puzzled because back in October, um, when they had announced that it wouldn't be an artscape, you know, Brian Scott was really in support of the CEO, Miss Sawyer, saying that it will return in 2023. Um, but what got me when I did my research, y'all, um, is after they made this as an announcement that they wasn't going to be the parade, and then he reversed the decision. He actually wrote a letter, um, documentation, because what they say, if it ain't written, it didn't happen. See, we got to know we got to grow together. So that's why I say even your goals, write them down. Um, but he wrote a letter. He wrote a letter um, to the board, the director on that board, um, Brian Lau, saying that he is no longer confident that she 
um, fulfill, you know, her position is. He really feels that she dropped the ball, I guess, and not bringing through the MLK parade and that they didn't properly prepare. Um, so it's always funny to me how fast things change in city government, national government, everything. I'm telling you, one thing, <laughs> one thing that they not feeling or somebody else get the backlash or baby, what's, what's that saying that? Throw you up under the bus. Um, so Mayor Brandon Scott sent this letter to the director Brian Lowes actually calling for this lady to be removed from her position. Yeah, terminated at 115. He wanted her <laughs> fired on 115, right on Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. Um, sources say that she is still in her position. She is. Um, but I'm sure um she probably shortly will be twinkling out, twinkling out or whatever may have you. Um, because when someone makes comments like that, you know, I'm sure, you know, it's pressure now on the board to make a move. But she's still working there. She's still working there. Um, and they made a statement saying it just was a little bit back and forth that it actually wasn't their decision. It was the mayor's office who had made the decision. So I'm like, wait a minute. Um, but saying all this to say this, you can definitely tell that it wasn't any preparation. Um, aside from all of these rails and guts being up in the street, which I never seen, or I ain't gonna say I've never seen it because I have been to the parade before and it was like that. Um, but yeah, they had rails out. We couldn't really cross the street um, or do anything. And then a lot of the participants, um, for the marching bands who were going to participate, a lot of them went to the cities to participate in this because they had originally got the information that there was not going to be a Martin Luther King parade, right? Um, so the parade lacked marching bands. Um, I did a couple of school bands, a lot of organizations um, who are out there. Um, but it definitely was a DPW parade. And if anybody here that was out in the parade, come on here and tell these people I ain't lying. Oh, yeah, they the pretty trucks out. Uh, <laughs> they had the rails, the cleanest trucks. I ain't never seen the um, truck that clean, but it's only right to have it clean. Um, but make them to work and pick this trash up. Um, but you could definitely tell. You definitely can tell. Um, so I know it's a need for the BOPA, certainly, because I'm not sure if um, the mayor took the lead or whoever took the lead and actually coordinating it after it was reversed. Um, and I'm glad they had it, but it was a mess. And I felt like, you know, I went down there, but I wasn't as enthused um, when I left uh, as the previous years. Um, you know, it just was people walking. It was like a march. And I ain't talking about the marching bands marching. It was just like a march. We just was sitting on the side, you know, people walking past, just waving. And I'm like, hey, man. Hey, Martin Luther King Day. You know, God, like the same thing that I kind of did. But it was like three bands. Those three bands came out. Kudos to them. Um, but their marches must not have got the memo. Because, like, each band had, like, 10 people. 10 people at the most. Like, they could have put all three of them together to one band. Um, and someone was there, too. I used to march it back in the day. And he was like, well, oh, you see this? You see this? I was like, yeah. And that was as far as, like, with the marching bands or whatever. 
Um, but we also just was have conversation like, you know, we appreciate it, but for real, we know we paid for that. And you, I know you was trying to make a point, but you should have just let it go. It, it was nice, but you should have just let it go. All the money that y'all paid for the rails to be put up and everything else, like that, and it really didn't bring anything. Um, but Brandon Scott led the parade. He came down first. There was a couple of bands. Like I said, of course, you had the fraternities that was out there doing their things. Um, they did perform in the marching band. <laughs> but they did it. Um, they had, um, who was it? The clowns uh, that came out. I didn't realize that they had a whole little group, you know, like the clowns that be at the Universal School Service. They had a whole little group. That was out there, the Baltimore chat, that those children was rocking, definitely. Um, but even I remember in the previous years, you know, we'd be standing aside, even the organizations that come out to kind of participate in the parade, um, they would have information, documentation, something. But now it was like a, a march and it was born. And I think the message that he said that he was trying to focus on, it really did not come across like we must stop killing each other. For one, if that was statement, then every agency that's working out of that, at that monthly under the mayor that's supposed to be in the safety should have been there. All of them, all of them should have been out there in the street, the safe streets, the um, GV, as whoever that that mission is to adjust safety and adjust any type of violence, whether it be gun violence, whatever it is, they definitely should have been on there. Those resources definitely should have been on there. Um, even the people on the mic, I don't even know who it was. If it was 92Q personnel or whoever, like they were born. I just was like, okay. Um, just But you can tell, it just was thrown together. They definitely didn't prepare. Um, originally that's my little Dougie who chewed up my cord let me tell y'all too about that I'm gonna get into that in, in a minute or so um but yeah y'all so what y'all feel about it if y'all out there y'all got to enjoy the parade I know a lot of people did not come out um and the people that did everybody was like eh, eh. it was kind of like meh but um <laughs> Kudos, Miss Scott, for doing something that you felt was right for the city because everyone was really looking forward to it. Um, we haven't had it two years. Um, of course, it was a result of the pandemic, COVID coming, um, and a lot of our community events are supposed to come back this year in 2023. Um, so I'm living for it. I'm living for it. I live for the idea, um, but... I didn't live for it. You know what I mean? Like, I was there and I lived for it, but it wasn't what I was like, yes, I'm so glad it's great. I just didn't get what I thought that I was going to get and I did in the previous years, but it was cool to come. Um, I didn't see any issues, no rah, rah, rah amongst the spectators or everybody that was there at the event. Um, so that's always a plus. Got to have some great conversations with people. Um, Letting them know what I do here um, on the radio station and everything about. So it was okay. It was okay. Um, so let me know what y'all think. Do y'all think it should have still happened? Do you think Brandon Scott made the right, right call? Um, it's crazy to me um, that just October, Brandon Scott was in really, really much support of the CEO, Ms. Sawyer. Um, as he was explaining that there would not be an art skate when it's canceled, 
Um, but when they were announcing that it would come again this year in 2023, because they had a news conference that was up like at the Paramount Theater, one of them theaters or something, have you, and they had announced it. And he was really there in support of her. Because people were really bombed about that as well. Because people love the art. People love the community events. You know, when we can come out and do things together and you know, be on one accord. Like, that's positive stuff. And who don't like that, right? Um, we do. Because we get shown so much by the negativity. So we be looking forward to it, right? Um, but it just was crazy. Like, wow, October, he was with this lady. Um and all of that, but then people got his head, and now he's against her. Yes, he done wrote this letter. He wanted her out of there. He wanted her out of there <laughs> on Martin Luther King's birthday. And I'm like, wow, and then that brought me to his soul when we must stop killing each other. Because we can kill each other, not just see the gun violence and everything else like that. It'd be that hard, you know, that we do amongst ourselves as whoever, you know, not just black people but anybody that's here trying to do something positive to the city or has a job to do in the city like i see a lot of that we do too much that it just happened to me in my old position you know like soon as one thing is straight people frustrated people are always looking for someone to blame and one minute somebody be supporting you in the next minute it gives that you know what i mean it gives that it gives that so that was really shocking you know, being so he just was so much support of her. Um, I was just like really like, wow. He even wrote a whole letter saying that he is no longer confident in her ability um to do it. But you know, things happen and things happen fast and things be changing. So I don't know, maybe he has something to stand on with whatever he wrote in them letters. Um, I ain't sure, but you know somebody be writing for him or whatever. That those be the words, right? It, it be that verbiage, it be them words, I'm telling you. And if they don't do anything in government, oh baby, they play on them words. That's what I had to learn in the um, professional room. When you in these meetings and you're talking to people, they will play on words real fast. They definitely try to pull at any type of burden or whatever to get what you are trying to convey um, misconstrued. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And you'll find yourself that happened in life, period. But definitely in that arena, you can say one thing, I'm not feeling this, or you know, anything. You gotta be real careful with your words. I mean, you be in these meetings and you're in these um professions because they will play on it and they will twist it and everything else like that. I had to learn the hard way. Um, so I understand that people will support you one day, and then the support can change overnight. Especially when they feel like you didn't do something right. Um, so I see Jamil up on my girl. I'm loving you tonight because you're the only one that's doing that. Come to me. You said you agree. I don't know because I've been talking for a while. Um, but I'm glad that you are agreeing with me. You know what I mean? I do have my tolerance up um, for many situations. So I understand that people are not going to agree with me all the time. So it's all love. I'm guessing you're thinking about um, it wasn't talking about and you agree is that it wasn't no point to really have the parade like we paid for this um i had talked to someone else about this and that i was going to bring this topic up on the show and they were like yeah who paid that like i don't need you to be making calls about having no parade i need you to do something about this water bill 
And I was like, tell me about it, okay? Because I was good with the, the three every three months. But then when they turned it to the once a month, it's like what I was paying every three months, I paid more monthly. Um, and that's another story. Now, anybody worked on it <laughs> that can lead me to a resource I need because that's what I need some assistance. I know they have a whole apartment that does that right now. Hey, Miss Queen T, my favorite, favorite person has come through. How you feeling tonight, Queen? I hope you are all right. Definitely sent prayers up for all of you. You know how I do when I start, first start the show. Um, we were talking about the MLK parade. Um, like, yay, that it went through. But then when I went, it was like a nay for me. Um, so that's what we were talking about. But yeah, Mayor Brandon Scott, um, kudos to you. But we need you to work on some other things. Um, don't be letting people get your head. Don't be letting people get your head. You got to wear some tough skin. Um, that's another point that I was getting to um, when you are in these positions and you are like really, really, really um, leading people and having to make these decisions. Don't let them get in your head. Jamila is saying I only have her attendance. Sounds like it could have been planned better with more evidence of what the focus was between the no violence and killing. Exactly. Exactly. Because I was like, he was so adamant about having it because he wanted that to be the message. Um, and he put it out. We must stop killing each other. So I thought that I'm considering that, like it was going to consist of something else or something different. And then also I'm thinking because we haven't had it in two years, right? So I just was really looking for this, this like something just like, you know, something really special. But I, it, it really wasn't. It was a blah. You know, it was Martin Luther King Day, and you know, he came down or whatever. He talked about some people, but I didn't get that message. I didn't get that message. But um, Brandon Scott, look, take your own advice. Now he on his lady heels, and he didn't kill her because, like I'm saying, not killed her, not literally, y'all. Um, but yeah, now he went out of there. So <laughs> take your own advice. Take your own advice. Miss Nancy said she is doing well. She is home chilling. Yeah, me but I'm doing my thing, you know, and I appreciate you coming through every Thursday with me, even while you're feeling, to let me know how you're feeling, it's all good, so just like I said, y'all over in the comments with the phone lines, it's always open, I'm going to put you on time out, you rhyme again, 9403, ah, you going to put me on time, I told you I can't help it, so look, this a little joke, I was even, um, I even told him today when I went into an interview, like, yeah, I'm rhyming, because the person who was there that knew me insisted, Jesse, learn about your poetry and everything that you do. Um, so for people who don't know, you know, Chess Real the Emperor's Lady Cake Mix, that derives from my performance name. You know, when I was hip hop, I just was Chess Real, everything else like that. When I kind of moved more toward the poetry room, I felt like I was the enter. Damn, Lady Cake Mix, right? People always say, well, what's Chess Real? Chess Real is me. I'm Chastity and I'm real. All day, all day. Chess Real. Chess Real. Everything that I'm bringing definitely going to be real. Um, at least try. We done had that back and forth before, too, keeping it 100. And I said, no one keeps it 100, right? Nobody can. Uh, but we had that little talk. I ain't going to get into that right now. Um, and then the Empress, yes. Like, I'm ruling. I'm ruling. I'm ruling over my life. Um, in the image of God, I'm a goddess, you know, that's where that derives from. Um, 
just embracing everything that God wants me to be. And lady, because I'm a lady, I try to keep it classy and try to keep it fly. Um, and then lady is just like so like pristine to me. It's just sound marvelous. Lady, 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 lady cake mix, like royally, right? Um, and cake mix, um, of course, in the cake, you think when you think about cake, it's all money, but that's just anything that I can take in that is abundance, anything that um gives me compensation i'm there for it and i'm always in the mix i'm always in the mix of names so i gave you all a whole little story of breaking my name down um and what all that is and people always when they lady cake mix if y'all was on my last show my last go guys before we came she was like you bake cakes um and i was like no not me but Monnie, right but he talked about he gonna put me in time out because yes i am always rhyming um, I used to hold it back a lot because I used to be like, it's so corny, right? Because I don't be doing it intentionally. It just come out like that sometimes, especially when I'm trying to make points, right? Um, but understand is a gift that God has given me, and that is my way to kind of convey messages um, to people and kind of help people understand sometimes breaking stuff down. Because some stuff, you know, you're breaking it down and it'd be so, so serious, but I don't know, it's kind of the ear. So I don't know why I do it. It's just in me. And um, we going to see if I go to tomorrow, because that ain't what it's all about. <laughs> all right, Marnie, I'm going to stop playing with you. I'm going to stop <laughs> playing with you. I'm going to stop playing with you. Um, yes, I am. Um, but anyway, tonight, in the midst of, that's the topic, and you are my guest. If you want to call in, hit in the comments, let us know what you are missed of, but you are just on going. Give someone some encouragement that it is possible. Even if you are in the midst of something and you don't know how to get through, what to do, hit me up. I might can help at least give you my opinion. And then all of my um, viewers and my supporters that are here tonight are definitely open to give you some advice as well. We ain't here we getting to grow and know together. That's how we did. You evolve, right? You evolve. Um, that's enough about the Martin Luther King parade, but I'm just saying, check on that water bill. If you not feel some type of way, then I need to go start talking to the people that's getting in his head or his ear. You know, I need to find um, Sister Sheila Dixon and Eric Costello and everything else like that and worry them about that water bill and this trash collection. Um, and anything else. Um, because DVW, they was out there and I was making a joke saying the trucks clean because they ain't picking up no trash. <laughs> they ain't picking up no trash. I was in a building today and it was a abandoned building, but I guess when the people lived there, they were throwing like stuff out of the trash. I mean, out of the window, and just, all the trash was just up in the trees and all that. I was like, what is this? And it was kind of like out there. I got Shantae Fishes. And I was like, they know what it's about. Because when the sanitation department comes through here to collect the trash and y'all see all this stuff being dumped in this trash and all that, like y'all don't have no sense to go back and report that. Because like I told you, everything is cool. Your eyes, your nose or whatever. And a lot of times this environment and the atmosphere in Baltimore City, it makes you sick. It makes you sick. You know, of course, with the senseless violence that we always had to deal with. Um, but like stuff like that, it just makes you sick. 
every day I kind of ride through the north and the pen north um that area right there and I'm like all these people out there I just don't get it if y'all gonna be out here why the trash on the ground like pick it up put it in the trash can put it right there it just be a mess and it make you sick when I used to transport my kids to school and I'd be looking and I'd be like wow these kids walk past this every day it's like trash on the ground they got walk past all of these um abandoned houses and everything else like that um people getting used to understand why I walk in the street when I walk somebody, because I know somebody that was working on walking on the car that got snatched up, pulled in the house, and got assaulted and almost lost everything. So I'm real iffy about that. So if I'm walking on a block, and I know this is a whole bunch of vacant houses, I'm hitting the street. I'm not walking close to this, this door, whatever. I don't know what's. Um, so that's how you shouldn't have to live in fear. And it's not that I'm really fearful of anything because I trust God. I know and I understand that whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But I also know don't be no fool. You know what I mean? I also know that God gives you intuition and gives you certain feelings and stuff like that for a reason. So I follow them. You know, if I get that intuition to do this instead of that, you know, it's not me being paranoid. That's what I go with. I, I'm really working on that as well and learning how to trust my gut and my intuition. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but in other news, because you know I be having some what notes, right? So that was like far as I'm talking about in this MLK parade, that was just kind of like the what and the what. Like, Brandon, what? Now we stop killing each other, but you really trying to sleep. <laughs> um, anyway, I hope the Oscate does go through. That is an event that I really do enjoy. I hope that goes through. I hope him calling for the lady um, to be fired, even though I know they can really um, feel her whole real fast. Because once they're talking like that down there, they already had somebody in mind to do it. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. And that's just what I learned. Because it just happened to me. Excited. They already have something in mind, what they want. And sometimes it's not necessarily that you're not doing the right thing. It's just they want to make them changes. They want to make them change. And aside from just making a change and real with it, like Chester is, that's what they start to do. They start to put you down and discredit everything you did and make you feel less than and everything else. And don't let them do it to you. You know, if you know your heart is in the right place, um, whatever your profession is or whatever else like that. Because a lot of us, when we get into stuff, you know, money is important. Um, but the reality is, a lot of these jobs or this work not making us rich. So a lot of times we do stuff because it's our passion and we, we utilize an our gift um, to help someone else and help the world or whatever. But um, yeah, just to wrap up into that, you know, what um, people will be saying about your job, but I'm telling you at your job or your life, because one day they're going to be supporting you and the next day they not. So you just got to keep that in your head, like be your mentality and love you, love you, do you. Okay, this is the year we're going to have more life, more laughs, and more love. And always focus on that, no matter what is going on. Um, but it was something else that was going on uh, in Texas that I wanted to bring up. Um, and someone was saying, I didn't know someone. It was Marnie when I was talking to him about it. Because usually when I had some topics and we just rambling or whatever, or we talking, um, before I do the show, I'll be like, yeah, and I'm going to talk about this. Well, did you hear about this? Um, and he was like, no. So we were kind of talking about um, this. And one of the points that he was making, like, you know, Texas has been 
an open curry state. Um, so things like this definitely happened down there. It definitely happened. Um, but why I was shocked and divorced because it was videos and the, the video was showed and someone lost their life. So what happened? Let me get y'all all the information in Houston, Texas. It was a restaurant. Let me look on here to get the name of the restaurant. I had it on the tip of my tongue, but that always happens. Ranchita Tequeria. And I know I'm not saying that right, but y'all heard how I try to roll my tongue. Like, it's a, <laughs> yeah, I guess it was a Mexican restaurant in Houston, Texas. And last Thursday, um, January the 12th, a young man, um, Washington, 30 years old, lost his life um, as he went into this establishment to rob the establishment. But upon exiting, he was shot and he was killed. The person who was shot and killed him also the same. Um, I followed up about it and right now, um, it has been turned over to what is it like the district? Or I had all of this on here, y'all. I be I be losing my thoughts sometimes, but I got y'all, I got y'all. And just from the information, the minimum information I got, y'all can look it up, right? Y'all look it up. Um, look at the video. Um, but basically, this young man, he went in there. He does have a lengthy criminal record. Of course, they're gonna bring that up uh, when that happens. But he was involved in um a murder charge and was charged 15 years it got dropped down to a manslaughter or whatever um anyway it wasn't clear when he was released his last that he was detained was like in december december the 16th it was like some domestic stuff or whatever um but he does have a history in his criminal history of um violent crime um so this young man went into the store attempted to rob the patients in this location um, he went in, you can see him pulling his gun, you see the people hitting the floor, everyone is a robbery, he has a gun, um, took a few people that were in there, their money, as he was proceeding to leave out the store, his back was turned, um, and there was a guy sitting, like, on the left side of the establishment, he pulled his gun, and he shot him, um, I believe a total of eight times, um, six, um, he fallen in two when he hit the ground. Um, a lot of people um, in the area were saying that it was excessive, um, that he shot him too many times, that he did this and he did that. Um, but looking at the law and according to the law, um, it looks like it's self-defense. Um, he did not say it the same, but he is not necessarily getting in any trouble for that because it's not, they're saying even though this happened it wasn't his responsibility um to stay at the scene um but he has followed up um with the police department now with his lawyer um to ask them any questions they have but he has not to this day been charged um i've seen a statement that Eric washington because the um Eric washington who would be the assailant right he was a spec um the guy who shot him will consider as the victim um so i seen Eric's mom makes statements on she definitely does not approve of what her son was doing, does not condone it. Um, she knows she has struggled in the past, but she had an issue with the way that he was killed, the number of times that he was shot, um, that he was shot an additional two times um, when he was on the ground and that this guy threw a cup on him and left scene. Um, so she's crying and I definitely felt for her. I was like, you know, but why do my son like that? 
um, you know. Um, but from a legal standpoint, what they're saying is that what he did, um, not Washington who tried to rob the store, but the guy who shot him, that what he did was justified. Um, Texas is a licensed open carry state. Um, and he, as a victim, is able to defend himself and defend himself to the extent to feels the threat is over. So um, essentially, that's what it had been ruled as. That's what it was. Um, so if it was 25 shots, so it was 30 shots. The fact is he was justified the way it's looking legally and defending himself. Um, so to him, even though if the guy fell and he was holding a gun or whatever, y'all got to look at the video. I did send it to Marnie um, yesterday, but I didn't prepare him to bring it up. So I'm just giving y'all the information. If you go in there, you can um, type into Google, um, man killed in Texas doing robbery, and it'll come up. Um, and he was killed. So he is now talking to the authority, trying to answer some questions. They was also um, asking for the customers who were in the store who got robbed to come back to the door. Um, so what happened, he come in the store, he has his gun pulled, he's robbing a place. You can see the guy who shot him who was sitting on the side with um with son. You can see him kind of like rambling, whatever going into his possessions. Um and he was rambling looking for his gun because he was ready to respond because respond to this threat being robbed. Um, and by the time the guy had walked the store and took the other customer's money and their belongings and he was leaving out, he was able to pull his gun and shot the guy. Boop, 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 boop. Shot, 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 shot. Um, but this adds to it, y'all. Once he was down and he went to now the suspect, who was now the victim, um, he got the gun away from him and he realized that the gun was fake. It was a fake gun. That is the most devastating part. And, and when you watch the video and you see, you can see that he was really upset to know that. It was kind of like, oh, wow, you coming in here wrong, you got fake gun and I killed you. I had to kill you. Um, so you see him a little bit and his moment of anger kind of Throw the gun. Ah, oh, it's fake, I guess. And he realized it was fake. Um, but when he studied, he did. He also got the belongings that the robber took, right? And he's calling the customers, come get y'all money. Come get y'all money. So he returned all their money. They belonged to him. Everybody run out to the, out the store. And he leaves well. He leaves as well. Um, but before leaving, he takes a cup. And I don't know if it was water in a cup. Um, but he kind of like slung it and hit the man with the cup. I think that part was that much. Um, I also originally thought that shooting him while he was on the ground was a bit much. Um, but then when I started reading, you know, different people, points of views and everything else like that, I understand now um, what it means when essentially you are self-defense. What it means is that you are able to respond However, you see, and two is no longer a threat. So even though the guy was on the ground, um, I think someone had mentioned that he still had the gun in his hand, so he might not have been sure or what the case was. Um, 
But I can only imagine being in the midst of something like that and having to pull your gun or shoot someone or whatever. I don't think you really be thinking um, how many shots you shot, as he did or whatever. His main thing is, I'm trying to live through this, right? So I had to, like, I got a better understanding on it from this um, event that took place there. So that was the way he responded. And he shot him numerous times. Um, I thought it was too much to do the cup. I could understand that he was upset or whatever else like that. But of course, um, no one under aid, no one um, tried to help him. So he did get the gun away and the people their money back. Um, he left, do the cup on the man and just left. Um, it took him a few days. I guess he wanted the lawyer up before he responded to the police. Um, but they had not charged him yet. He had not been charged, but he is now answering questions regarding this incident um so what do you think um and then also another stuff from when i say what do you think um and you get to look at video or whatever what i'm saying is what do you get far as because a lot of times you know things happen we know here in the state of maryland we not a stay on your ground or whatever type of state or whatever um i think it being his definitely um would be a mess we're gonna be seeing a lot more people getting shot but also it was taught people were taught of this senseless crime and things like this happening and people um, are aware that things like this are happening every day every day so people are on the defense and they are willing to defend themselves um, but also the other side of it that I seen someone mentioning um, when they were talking about it, all these legal, I call them legal analysts, but, you know, it was lawyers, different um, people, district attorneys talking from other um, districts as well as theirs. Um, and the other side is that when you go up to talk about that, what's that, that, uh, that staying your ground and that self-defense, that you also have to understand is that when you respond in that manner to self-defense, um, you also have to be understanding that you're going to be subject to law. So if you make a mishap, like say for instance, he was in the store and he shot that man at time and one of his bullets hit another customer or something in the store, yeah, he would have been in trouble for that. So even though it may have been justified for him to defend himself against the crime or the action that was taking place in the store, he would have been responsible if he harmed someone else. You know what I mean? So it was like everyone's calling a hero and everything else like that, but things like that can also happen. So you got to keep that in mind if you're one of these states open carry or whatever. Just like here, like, you know, you know, guns is. Is, is legal to have or to obtain and possess a gun legally is legal. Because we know there's a whole bunch of illegal um, gun trafficking and all that going on around here um, in our city. Um, but yeah, the same way if I had a gun and I had to legally register and something happened and someone got hurt, I would be being responsible. I would be being responsible. So that's the other side of that, of having that staying your ground law. Um, I see a message on, don't forget about the inauguration money, what inauguration, oh, the governors, right? Is that what you're talking about? I'm thinking he's talking about governors. 
Um, y'all know y'all are newly elect, and that's gonna lead right into my upper topic topic um that I wanted to discuss as well. Just one of the what and the what's, and I've talked about this before on the show. Um, the guy Daniels Jr., who has been tried four times for murder. Um, but yes, the inauguration um took place. I will be elect governor. West Moore is up in the house. Um, I see that they had the ball um last night. It looked really, really lovely. Um, really, I guess he's honing on what he said he wanted to bring. Um, people that looked like us, people that were in the rain. So it wasn't just black people, but it was really amazing from the pictures and stuff that I seen and seeing um diversity that was in that room, all of them partying together. Um and it's a new day. Westmore is up in there. If anyone is listening uh, or viewing that got to go to the ball, hit me up. Let me know why it was. I'm a little jelly. Yeah, jelly jelly. I say jelly. I don't like to say <laughs> jealous. I was there in my life, but I'm a little jelly jelly, wiggly wiggly. Um, that I went down in there, but I seen people in gorgeous gowns, gorgeous suits, gorgeous fits. They was doing it up down there, celebrating what's more um, achievement. He's officially up in there. Um, also officially up in there is Ivan Bates. Ivan Bates, honey. And Ivan Bates ain't sleep on him at the Bates Motel. No, he did not. Ivan Bates did not wait. Um, soon as he took and stepped his foot into the office, he worked on the release of dropping the charges. What well, led to the release? Of Pete Daniels Jr., um, who was detained for seven years since 2015. This brother has been detained and he has already been tried four times. What was that? What was the name again? I think it's Keith. Is it Keith or Kevin? It's Keith. <laughs> it's Keith. It's Keith. Look, I'm thinking about Kevin saying, rest in peace, Kevin. Um, but yes, Keith. Daniel Jr. Okay. And I was making the little his um, last name is Davis. It's Davis Jr. Davis. That's what it was. I'm saying Daniels. That's right. Give me the cover. Give me the cover. See, that's why I need you. Um, because I'm thinking about Kevin Sangles and Daniels and all that. And then I got it written down to all my notes as Daniels. Um, so it's Davis. Keith Davis Jr. Um, this man detained since 2015 um, the charges of killing the political racetrack security guard um, in 2015. He has been tried four times here. I think one time, probably in the first trial, he was found guilty, um, but that ruling was thrown out um, due to and the fact that I think it was ineffective cancel was something that happened in the regard. I got to look back um, at my... But anyway, the brother was tried four times. And they had him up in there for seven years. Um, the backstory of it is, I don't know if it happened the same day. Um, but what happened was, he was originally detained for a robbery. A cab driver was being robbed, flagged down police, pointing him out. The guy tried to rob me. Um, Mr. Davis rant. Um, when they found him, he had a gun on him. They tested the gun and the ballistics came back 
that linked him to the murder. So the same bullet, it was the same gun that was used or that he had on his person when he was locked up for this alleged robbery, the gun that he had on his person, when it was tested, it came back that it was involved in the gun used to kill this security officer. Now, and talking about it before I came on the show, you know, with several questions. Um, first, I was like really happy for him. Hey, seven years. Um, and then somebody coming in because I told you I haven't been saying sleeping on him, baby. I ain't fate smokes hell. No, 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 no. He got in it. He dropped those dead on charges and got him out. So I was a little bit happy um for Mr. Davis because I had covered his story before on my show. I know Merlin Mosby was getting a little bit of backlash. Um when she was the office, because she was keep trying them. She was trying them, kept on trying them. Um, I know that it was real trying. Um, and then I had watched some footage on when he was released. He got the um, hug his wife. I think it was Kelly or whatever else. Um, and then seven years, you keep getting tried. Um, to keep having these mistrials um, where basically the charges are not sticking. They, they're not proving it. And they're not letting you go. Like after so many times, I think after the second time, he at least, even they were going to pursue the charges. I think it was a lot of money um, and a lot of resources wasted to keep him detained. But then I understand on the backside that if they really believe that he did it, um, was the, the best thing to let him go. But four times, come on. Come on now. So now what I'm wondering is, is he going to come out with a lawsuit? Like type of harassment, his civil rights or whatever um, was violated. Um, but I was bringing it up because we were talking about just the whole scenario. When you bring bring stuff up and it be certain stories like this, like it, how you really can break it all the way down, right? So I'm like, okay, well, that I can understand how they would think they found this gun on him and it matched the 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 information, like the fingerprint of the gun, you know what I mean? They like, this the gun, this the gun that was used to kill this security officer. And again, I'm not sure if it all happened on the same day. So then if it all happened on the same day, um, that's something else against Mr. Davis, right? Um, but in talking about Monty, I'm like, wait a minute. So even a cab driver, you know, pointing him out to say that this guy tried to rob me, you would think that people would know who was just trying to rob them, right? But I also know that sometimes I look at so much ID, so many controls that people make mistakes. How many people, you know, get identified? How many times do we know it was witnesses or I was like that? And it comes back to not be true. People change their statements. Uh, so when the guy pointed them out, he tried to rob me. People would think first that he ran because, yes, he's guilty of trying to rob this man. Um, but I'm like, living in Baltimore City, no. His first surprise was to run because he knew he had this gun on him. Right? So then when he ran and he had this gun on him, and then that was another thing. When they, they shot him. They shot him, yes. Kevin Davis Jr. was shot in the same day that they chased him down, that the cab driver said that they shot him, and he was like in critical condition. 
Um, so I got by the cab driver saying he tried to rob me. He had a gun. So they chased him knowing that he has a weapon. Um, so I don't know what he did. You know, probably when they called out to him, put your hands up or whatever. I was like that. Um, but the police wound up shooting him. He was shot like three times, like in his face. Like it was, yeah, in his chest. Like he was like hurt condition. So he was in the hospital a while before he even went to jail, but not too long. Not too long, but he was in there before he even went to jail. Um, so usually people would say, well, a cab driver, cleaning them out, he was the one who did it. He ran because he knew he was trying to rob this guy. But I made the point, uh, maybe he ran because he knew he had this gun on him. And I can remember in my street days, you know, I'm street and still give back to the streets and everything else like that, but not in a negative way. But I can remember in my days when I was out there doing stuff. And a lot of times I wasn't doing anything or guilty or anything like that. But we still ran. You know, we ran. Because a lot of times we was we was afraid of the police brutality. Like we thought they was going to beat us up or rob us. And that's real. That's real. Like, oh, no, I got to get out of here. So even we was in that position. It wasn't like, oh, no, I ain't do anything. So I ain't going nowhere. No, we got up out of there. When we seen the police, it was just like that serious. And. They was like really corrupt like that. Like even if you been doing nothing, we understood that they whatever they say you was doing, you was doing, right? So we will run. So that was another point. Maybe he just ran because he was scared. But no, he ran because he knew he had that gun. Um, then we discussed. Okay, just because he had the gun and the gun was tested and it's tied to that's the gun that shot this security officer. Does it prove that he was the one who shot him? And I was like, no, it does not. Because the way guns be purchased illegally and moved around hand to hand, you know, someone could have used that gun after that offense. And what they did, they got rid of it. They sold it or whatever else like that. So I don't think just because the gun was in his possession that he was actually the one that shot the guy. You know, and then also, look, I keep on adding this, right? It's just always something. Also, the charge that he was originally, that they originally pursued him for, the robbery to the cab driver and which was shot, those was dropped. Like, within months or something, like, when he was detained. So the only reason that they were able to keep him detained is because they didn't charge him with the murder of the security guard once that test came back from the gun. So that's crazy. And yes, they do. What's up, Mike? Yes, they do. Guns get passed around a lot. And that's the point that I was making. I'm like, okay, once these other charges drop, and, and that just makes go back to, like I say, how we knew what the behavior was of the Baltimore police. It's like whatever they wanted you to do or they wanted it to stick, they want to make it stick. So to know that the original charges from this alleged robbery got dropped, but then when these tests from this gun come back, which can be iffy too, because I know it's science and a lot of people didn't for say, but it can be flaws in science. There's flaws in science, right? So um, 
then they linked them to this murder. And we like, I'm like, wait a minute, just because he was in possession and this was the gun that killed this man, it's not necessarily say that this is the man that killed him. And the Baltimore police, they know that. They know that. Right, Mike? The very push you make, guns get passed around a lot. Um, I'm sure I'm no culture, other street life, whether I'm still out there or not, after whoever, if it wasn't Mr. Davis, who killed this man, whoever, whoever they did that crime, man, they was trying to get rid of that gun. They was trying to get rid of that gun. So I don't know how Davis got it, or if he was the one. I, I'm not going to speculate on that. But allegedly, he was supposed to be the one who shot the security guard. Um, but then the fact that y'all supposed to have this much evidence on him, right, and they keep being all these mistrials, and y'all kept this man locked up, it's a travesty. It really is. And then I started thinking other stuff. Well, like, criminal racetrack? Y'all mean to tell me a city guard got killed a bear? Where's the cameras? Where's the footage? This is a racetrack where they have tons of money, batting or whatever like that, somebody up there on the security guard, securing a premises. Y'all ain't got no cameras? Y'all ain't catch this on cameras? And then even in that area, it's so many street cameras. You know, street cameras been getting put up. So that was puzzling to me. You know, yo, this is our news. And I'm giving it to y'all. This is our news. I'm giving it to you. These are my views. I thank y'all for sharing y'all's as well. But yeah, like, where the cameras? Where the footage? Because I'm so used now to seeing everything on camera for seven years. And that's all y'all had. To this man to this murder that the gun y'all locked him up with with a gun that killed this man at this restraint. That's the only thing they had. And I, in my opinion, that's why I kept being a mistrial because they stopped investigating. They stopped investigating. They like, oh yeah, we got this gun more so this can be one of our numbers. Bam, we done solved it. So what justice is that? Because you have a security guard that that lost his life up here in Plymouth Street, and y'all had someone like that for seven years, but y'all stopped investigating. Y'all ain't look for no more evidence, no more witnesses, no nothing. Y'all just was trying to pin it on them off of that mere fact. And then it didn't hold up. And it didn't hold up. But they kept detained for seven years. Um, well, he got tried for four times. I guess the good news to him is that they can't try him no more. Um, he was released, and that was one of the first things that Ivan Bates did. Um, but yeah, I ain't sure people saying that word. Because <laughs> when you keep on saying, um, you don't know what you're talking about. But I just was like in my thoughts. But yeah, yeah. So Kevin Davis, Jr. I was going to say Danes again, had been released after being detained for seven years. Um, charged with the murder of his name is Keith. It's Keith. And I'm gonna look, if I ain't gonna mess up the first name, I'll mess up the last name. And if I ain't gonna mess up the last name, I'll mess up the first. At least I'm see um senior. But yeah, Kevin's famous. Get out of my head. See, I before I came on here, right? I was looking at some videos of him. Um, because I used to enjoy him. I don't even know people ain't like him to be saying um he go too hard, but anything, he was real and he used to be telling like it is. Um, so that's why this can't Kevin and my tongue when I say Samuels or Daniels, so they gonna be. Um, but it's Keith, and I gotta stop looking at my notes because I got it written down like that too. Um, so it's Keith Davis, 
Jr. See, now I'm putting him in the thing. I say he didn't say Sammy David Jr. Um, so I can say his last name right. But yes, Keith, 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 not Kevin. It was Keith, 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 Keith Davis Jr. was released after seven years of business tank with this charge. I know it was a huge relief for him, his wife, and his family. Um, but I'm sure that's not going to be the end of it. Baltimore City, what they are so well known in doing, um, that department in legal system is they have issues sometimes with violating people's rights and lying on people and people feeling like they harassed. They don't have a history of that, even though, you know, we always looking for that to change. Um, some things came to play here in our city um, after Freddie Gray, after the uprising. Um, that we had that brought certain things to light um, here, and especially with the the gun task force, right? With these guns, um, so that speaks to that too. Because I don't even think that they've been on the. I think they were involved in all that back then with the guns and everything else like that. So all that was iffy. I don't know if any of them was on his papers, um, or if any of them was involved. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Is this iffy? I don't know. They shot him, but the way things was, and it was crooked, who to say all these things, throw the gun down there to make it justified to why they shot him? Or because he was, I don't know. I don't know. I don't put nothing past him, but I ain't trying to put no bad light on him because all the police are not bad people. I'm just speaking from my experience and the things that I know on how they be rolling and how they be rolling like real thugs. I'm scared. I'm scared, but I, I try my best not to have any encounters with them now. Even though I'm no longer in it, like whatever. I just understand that the black woman, I'm riding around my suburb and my lord, um, minimal tips, and you know, I got my red lights and everything, my red locks, uh, red locks and everything else like that. And I know how sometimes you can be perceived. And I'm still harassed. I feel as much as I can. I limit that to action. I did. I limit that in the action. And I think as far as that connection, when we keep talking about the police wanting to have a relationship with us, I think that it's really on them to push that and to show that they really want a relationship because we ain't, we as the citizens ain't messed that relationship up. I mean, it's understood that being a police or whatever is going to be crime. So you already know what consists, what what it consists of when you take the job, that it is crime. But it's crazy how they be in these positions and they talk about everybody's a criminal. I know they kind of trained up that way or they see certain things. Um, but police, a lot of times they do a lot of sermon. And just like I said, from the history of it and what my experience was, yes, I've been involved in things or detained and i knew that ain't what i did that ain't what it was so back then even though i wasn't doing anything i ran i ran from the police we sit down what the kids do they run they run because it's not a relationship it's not that it's not enough police um community policing so they say where the police are making it known that they're actually there for the community um, a lot of police today aren't really trying to get to know anybody in the I mean, how many times you see folks posted up? Do they speak to you? Do they say hi? 
Um, we've talked about that before, how they approach this situation. You know, they start off the inaction and they can set the temperature. Um, but when you are trained to come to a situation and you feel like you got to be the aggressor, that makes someone else aggressive. They don't come up what's going on. They don't come sometimes as if they're trying to come to help. You, How many times you've been the victim? I know people that dread even had to call the police. Because they know that that is kind of like the relationship that they had that once they going to show up at the scene, you the victim, but they going to question you like you the suspect. Like, you know, a lot of times it just be their tone, it be their demeanor. Um, and I think whoever is ahead of that training, I would love to be a part of that. I'm right now looking to that, right? I, I told you I want to do so much. Um, definitely got to get that through that their head in the apartment. Now, I don't want y'all to get caught slipping. Don't get me wrong. Don't think every drag because we know crime is out here, and I know some situations you do have to approach like that, but not everyone. You know, a lot of times their judgment is off, and a lot of times because they don't dwell in these communities, they don't live in these communities, um, they fear. They fear what they don't understand. So, you know, it's a stereotype that's out there. And so they used to address us a certain way. That's how I tell people if you have any type of mishaps, the police and everything. I know a lot of times we ain't used to say nothing. We quiet. But nowadays, if you see something, say something. Speak up. Follow up. Um, put it through a turn and do what you have to do. Because where we are at today in regards to a lot of stuff getting out about the police and how they was doing in Baltimore City. Um, it came from that. It came from people following up, people being persistent and saying, no, that's not right. They did me wrong, you know, and kept on following up. And, you know, we got some change. Of course, we still need more change. Um, but that's where I'm at. You know, I limit my interactions with them. If I ever am in an encounter where I feel like, I was accosted, I was arrested, or they did me wrong. Oh, I'm definitely following up with that. I definitely am. You know, I remember one of the last encounters with a police, and I kind of like got him to calm down. Because when he approached me, you know, he was cursing and everything. I said, I'm not saying, man, you at work. That ain't, that's not professional. My cousin, you don't know what the situation, you don't know what nothing is going on, nothing at all. And really, I was there. I wasn't involved in the situation that was happening, but I actually was there trying to escalate the people and did a great job of de-escalating, and I did. I was proud of myself. That was one of those situations. After the fact, I said, I should have mind my business because of how when the police came and how, you know, I was talked to or whatever. Um, but after a while, you know, we were here. But, you know, with the fact that I even have to say that when I know that I was there in peace I wasn't because I can see if you showed up and I was rowdy and you felt like you had to be a certain way with me but no it wasn't that at all and, and he came off like that and I'm like wow <laughs> and he was back and I was like wow but in his door he probably was going on the stereotype like this girl is these red locks you know she already out here he just see me out here and missed everything he like oh she troubled you know, or whatever, and he was coming, baby, to give me trouble, um, but I wasn't having it, um, and I maintained my composure, 
And I made sure that my response is as effective as it could be for him to understand what I was saying. You know what I mean? Because if I would have got, I could have went how he was doing and got the cussing and doing all that, but that definitely wasn't going to help the situation or help me. And then, of course, I got in the back of my mind, like, oh, I know how they do. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time <laughs> for this man trying to ruffle me up or do any of that. You know what I mean? But tried to death. You know what I mean? No. I I still, I would still um, keep my calm and everything else like that and just do the same things. I guess he learned something from me um, that day. But that'd be part of the issue as far as how people approach things and everything else like that. And that's been kind of um, the issue here, is that they don't know how to deal with that. They don't. You know, I guess what you don't know, you don't understand, you fear, and they are always in defense. Like, they know how we feel. Um, they know what the stereotype is on them. Um, so a lot of times, like I said, I'm not saying that all of them are bad because I know some awesome police that I love. I shut them out before Officer Charles Lee, Chuck, that did a lot, Officer Lee, um, in the community. He really changed my opinion um, about police. Um, and then also when I got my decision, I got to meet a couple of police officers. You know, they was cool. They was regular people. Um, they was regular people and they got it. But also... Being in that environment and being in those positions, I'm telling you, that stuff be rubbing off on you. That's why I never was interested in being a police or being a CEO. And that's not to say that it's not some awesome police or CEOs or whoever out here, but I ain't want to be involved in it because after a while, you have to, you got to adjust to that environment. And then like, you always want edge. You always on edge because you are waiting to respond to the worst that can happen. Because really, that's how they train them up in the entailing to think like that. Every time you go to a situation, you're going to be killed. This is Baltimore City. Someone may have a gun. Somebody ain't pushing that gas. So be on guard. And that's how they come. They come like, yeah, yeah. You know how I come to like somebody jumping out like they ready to fight. you like, oh, what's going on? What I do? That's how they be coming, don't they? <laughs> that's how they be coming. Um, but yeah, that's never had that interest to be like any of those positions because I did not want that temperament or that attitude to rub off on me. I said, if I ever had to work in any of those instances, I would be in trouble. I would be in trouble. See, when I was younger, we used to talk about, I'm like, who I'm. I mean, money we used to have jokes about it. Oh, if I was in there, sure, you'd pack a cigarettes going for $150. <laughs> Not only that, just to be in those type of um, jobs or those type of professions or whatever, I can't turn my eye to stuff that's not right. So that would have really been hard for me. Um, and I really, and, and just bringing that up in any job or anything that I did, like, it, it trouble you in your spirit when you know that, right? And I don't, after a while, I can't be connected to that. Again, that first point that I brought up is food. It's food, and it kind of, like, make you sick. And I'm too real to be phony. I can't fake it. I can't. I can't fake it. I can't fake it. You know what I'm saying? You be trying to stay in there, but I can't fake it. If it ain't right, it ain't right. And it's wrong for me to be in this zone that it ain't right. That ain't right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about some stuff, y'all. We dwindling it down at the end of the show. I'm going to give y'all a little run back because you know I do my what in the what to my what in the world. Um, I appreciate y'all for some of y'all over here on chat. Let me know what was up with it because that's my saying, right? What's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? What's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? Um, and I appreciate y'all letting me know what was what, what was what. You were my guest today, so I had opened it up to say, um, in the midst of whatever you were going through or whatever you got through, I wanted y'all to share that. Let me know how you made it through um, or whatever you're going through. If you needed some advice on how to get through it, you know what I mean? I don't know everything. That's not my expertise. I will never proclaim to know that, um, but I know enough. And I'm still knowing, I'm still growing. And life is one of those things where you got to get through it with somebody. And that's what I am learning, y'all. I am learning to let it out. What we keep on saying that it's okay not to be okay to talk to somebody. Yes, check on your strong friends because people are so used to knowing you to be strong or whatever. And they forget, you know what I'm saying, that sometimes you do go through moments. But what I say is that those weak moments don't define a weakness in you necessarily. So it's okay to be sad sometimes. It's okay to be frustrated and have those weak moments. It doesn't mean that those are attached to what you are. And I think a lot of times we beat ourselves up because that's what we start to think. Me for one. Because every time I'm on here, I'm always going to speak from my experience right from my experience how i'm living what i went through what i got through you know and i'm gonna share it with y'all that's that's what we here for we here for that too we here for that too so that's what i do and you know it's really crazy because when i look back everything that you've been through every day it comes to memory one day is going to turn into a memory. So that's what I tell you. And even the moments of having a weak moment, that does not mean that weak is now included in your characteristic. It's not. We all going to have moments of weaknesses. But your circumstances and your situations do not define who you are so don't be too much in your head where you start to believe that just because you, a circumstance has come about or a situation has come about that makes you have to embrace a weakness at that point you know things that we consider weakness fear um frustration sadness um all of that y'all know all of that, you crime, you know, all that stuff that people never want to show, like they not living real life, you know what I mean? All of that. So it's going to come times in your life where it's going to be circumstances and situations that's going to come about that give you moments where you are going to be weak. It's going to be weak in that moment because of your circumstance or your situation, but that does not make you weak. Do you understand that? In the midst of while you're going through that and getting through that on my ear again, I told y'all my ears is getting skinty. They is getting skinty. Don't play with me. <laughs> but 
Um, yeah, in the midst of all of that and them weaknesses and everything else like that. And I appreciate you. I see you over here with my eye. I'm not giving you the side eye, Jamila. Let me just read off my good stuff. Um, comments real quick. She said, yeah, strong people need that from time to time. Yeah, they do. And she appreciates me for speaking on that. Yes, I speak on it. Do you hear me? Because at the end of the day, I, I keep on saying this again and again and again and again. I speak from experience. I know a lot of times people, when I realize when I talk, people pay me some attention, but people, for whatever reason, just assume sometimes you have it all together that I'm just so rich and always in my life, not just money and all that. But no, I fall short. I got insecurities. I go do stuff. I be in my head every day. Every day. I be having to pray my way through stuff. And I had to start embracing that, look, it's going to be circumstances and situations that's going to have you feeling weak, going to have you feeling worried, but that's not who you are. But it's okay to embrace it in that moment and recognize it. You know, you got to embrace it all. Because if it wasn't for that situation, that circumstance that made you had to realize what your weakness was in that moment, you wouldn't really realize how strong you are, determined you are, how persistent you are, how dedicated you are, all of that. So the miss. Of it all, you are still standing tall. You are still getting through, even though this was a situation that happened to you or a circumstance that the universe has brought your way, then now you have to get through. You know, and sometimes when you consider the strong person and you're so used to being there for everybody else, oh my goodness, y'all strong people, we know so much in. Y'all hold so much in. And another thing we have good abilities to do, we preach, don't we preach? But we don't follow what we preach a lot of times. So while that's why this part of my purpose to remind you is practice what you preach. You keep on giving that encouragement or that love to your friend, to your sister, to your brother, whoever, your family. That you don't even give to yourself. All because you having a weak moment and you beat yourself up and, and get in your own head that that's what you are. That's not who you are. That's just the situation and the circumstance that you are in at that moment. And it's okay too. So while you, what you giving out and you want back all that encouragement, you got to really give it to yourself. So it got already beaten you for you to give it. For you to give it. And how many times? I know I do it all the time. Being my strong self, I'm as sad as can be. I'm as frustrated. I'm as mad or whatever else like that. And you have to encourage somebody. In that moment, maybe going through the same thing. Or might be going through something. But they don't know nothing that you're going through. You done sat and you done listened to everything that they going through. You didn't gave them advice and everything else like that. You pick them up. But then when you walk away, you still down. You still down. And you didn't gave this person all of this. And you ain't got nothing for yourself. But you didn't know that. So, yeah, understand that. Understand that life be life in y'all. 
You're going to have moments of weakness. You're going to have moments of everything that we consider that's not good. You is. But in the midst of, be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself. Because in the midst of, when I say in the midst of, I'm not just talking about the things that are happening in your life. We are involved with each other, one another. So like I said, you you know someone else that's going through. You're trying to be that person in the midst of everything. You is still saying, and you is still in a, people died on you. Suddenly you lost that job. Suddenly um, you then got diagnosed with this illness. Suddenly everything, because that's how life comes. Everything. And you stand faithful. You're a good person. You put good energy out here, good vibe on that drive. And it's kind of like you're ahead of moments. Like, why me? But why not you? You're going through. And it's not in vain. The joy is that you're getting through. And you got to keep on reminding yourself of that part. If you keep on focusing on the fact that Nothing happens miraculously. Everything happens for a reason. Even if you question it. Even if you got to question it. We might not know the reason. But please understand there's a reason behind it. There's a reason behind it. And oh, how blessed you are to be able to live or to be able to recognize what that reason is. Because a lot of the questions you're going to have, you're not going to get the answers. But if something has happened in your life and then you come to that point and you can say, oh, that's why. It pushed me. So I can be even more grateful, even more humble, even more understanding. I truly believe that's why things happen like that. And now, 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 and them weaknesses and them circumstances and stuff like that come, it comes to make you better. And in that moment, you don't be understanding it. You don't. But just keep on crying and keep on going. Like I said, be proud of yourself. I'm proud of y'all. That's why I brought you through today as my guest. And we're talking about in the midst of, you know, we had some of the what and the what. Um, as I talked about this MLK parade that was just like, yay, okay. Um, then we also talked about uh, that robbery, that robber who got killed down in Texas as he was trying to um, still got follow up on that. And then I also did that update on what's his name? Keith. Keith Davis Jr. Don't put me out. Don't put me in no time out. And I ain't wrong when I said his name wrong. Um, but and I also talked about him because I talked about him on previous shows um, of him being detained. So just bringing in here your news, our reviews. That's exactly how we do. Again, everyone who has came through on the chat, Mike, Jamila, Miss Queen T, thank y'all all so much. Um, next week when I come back, I got my girl, Sylvia Larson, um, who is coming through. Sylvia um, is a masseuse. Um, she's into a lot of therapeutic and holistic um, healing. I'm like, I got to bring my girl, Shalina Brown, back on the run in town. She's a lot about that, too. Um, so all of us can have that, like, open, open discussion on it. Um, but, yes, the topic of today's show was that in the midst of, because I did want to bring up a couple of those stories and updated on it, but 
I just wanted to make that point that in the midst of baby, I see you. I see you. Do you, be you, love you with everything that you got? Do you hear me? Because that's what I'm doing. And I came to you today. Um, I said it ironic because every time I've been coming on the last couple of Thursdays, it's been raining, but I'm coming with the sunshine. God is allowing me the time and opportunity. He said, yeah, let that be your topic. And all of that stuff they're doing, tell them to stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. And all them insecurities, drop it. Yeah, I'm rhyming. I'm rhyming. I'm trying to make a point. Uh, <laughs> but yes, in the midst of, so in the midst of whatever you are going through, Jamila, yes, it definitely um, was a pleasure. I'm, I'm so happy that you joined me today. I love um, to see people that I love and know that have genuine love for me to come through um, and show me support because that is very, very big. I mean, how many people you think love you and support you, right? And then when it calls for it, eh, like the MK parade, right? <laughs> so Jamila, you are definitely, definitely appreciated. But don't be no stranger now. Um, just because you was my guest today and I had you booked um, for the show, I still need you to show up next week. I'm here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Oh, aside from when um, be, be exposed concierge services um, is taken off somewhere, um, then of course, is it's no show because um, he off in the Caribbean, his second, well, his home, uh, DR. Um, and ain't nobody time for that. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. Um, he's already doing so much and allowing me to be on this platform and bring myself to y'all every Thursday and bring y'all this information. Yeah. So um, just another highlight of the show. Um, let y'all know is that the audience is growing. I am loving the feedback that I'm getting from my guests all of the supporters. I am loving the fact that more people are reaching out to me to be guests. I am so in the fact, look, I live for it, right? That's my motto. You better live and I live for it. Um, that what's happening is every guest that I've been had on the show has been referring someone else to be a guest. And I'm like, that is so much love. Um, so that's kind of how that's been going. Um, so if you know somebody, right? You tell them, tell them how cool I am. Tell them how cool I am. Tell them that even when it be raining on Thursdays, I come through with the sunshine and I speak what's on my mind. And yeah, Chad's girl, um, the Empress, Lady Cake Mix, let them know. But tell them I don't bake on cakes. Um, but we can get them and bake. And if they bake cakes, then come on, on the show. Come on, on the show. Share one of your recipes. Um, tell us about your business and hopefully we can get you some business. Uh, but yeah, that's my focus. That's my concentration. Um, a lot of people believe that in order to be a guest, you got to have your own business or come on here promoting. But uh-uh, uh-uh. You can come and be my guest just like how you were today and just come and talk to me about some of these topics. Um, I still got it up um, for my listeners out here. I know I come on here and I try to speak from my experience and things that is news to me and I try to bring our views to it. Um, but yes, most certainly, if you have a topic or something that you discuss, the same way that I opened it up tonight, I'm going to say that if you wanted to have a testimony, you had a word of encouragement, or you wanted to let someone know something that you were going through, 
um, and how you got through it or you were going through something and you need advice on what to do. Um, that's always open for that. Always open for that. Um, you can be a guest in the same regard. You can hit me up and say, yes, I want to come on there and rub my mouth with you and help you have a conversation. I would love it. Of course, the chat helps me have a conversation, but you know, it's good to hear other voices when you sit in for two hours and all you just constantly hear in your ear um, is your voice. Um, and Jamila said, I won't trust me. Okay, you better live, girl. You know, I got thought that's fine. You know what that means. I love you. Thank you. Um, certainly for coming through. Thank you. I'm um, just like I said, next week. Uh, we'll be back same time with another rhyme. I might even be sipping some wine, sitting here looking all fine. All right, let me stop because that's cool, yeah? Uh, I, I told you. That's, that's triple points that you go going to on your record. When I try, see, see, that's what I'm telling you. That's how you know that I'm lying. When I'm not trying, it come naturally, and it be on point. I'm trying to tell you, but I get to trying and be trying to, uh, it be... It's trying, baby. You know how it was. It was corny, but <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just what I did. And um, next week when I'm on here, I'm gonna have me a guest. I am booked to the first week of February, so that's why I am urging you. I'm urging you to please, 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 please come there. You know, don't just say. I know a lot of times we like that. I did it. I'm guilty of it. Um, before I got on this type of platform, I know you know, people be going live. You be just on in, I'm just looking, not interacting. I remember I had got to the point where I wouldn't even tap in. I would just look at it from the feed where they wouldn't even know um, that was there. Um, so now, like, they things happening in a way. Um, I understand how um, permanent that type of support is. So now when I see people doing lives or posting stuff or whatever, I try to go in there and I try to show love, right? I try to give out what I want back. Yes, and it's straight like that. Um, and then also, if you, you know a little bit shy about being a guest, like I said, and you know somebody um, who could benefit from this platform and some positivity, um, or you had something that you want to discuss, something that you want me to highlight in the show, come on, we doing this together. This your this your news, our reviews, and we living for it. Um, <laughs> so let me know. Don't be a stranger at. Oh, you gotta come through and let talk to me because I love to talk to you. And then also love that too, right? Because since I've been started, um, the little phrases that y'all hear me say and everything, you know, what's up, what's up, the what's what, what's what that just came, right? Because I'm like, what's up, what's what? That just came all of that. God loves you, God bless you, all that stuff that's naturally that pulls to come. I put everything in prayer, like God. And, you know, I start my show off with the prayer. Um, but also before I come on here, I'm like, God, please let my mind and my tongue be on one accord. I don't have no misstep. Um, a couple of the rules that I have, well, I don't know, allegedly, and all that other stuff, because I don't want nobody. I don't want Cardi B, Tasha K, me, or anybody else. Should it be Tasha K if it happens to her? I don't want to get Tasha K. Yeah, that's what I should say. I don't want to get Tasha K, and I'm really, really. I'm adamant about not making anything up because that's the problem um, with a lot of these podcasts and the issues. They just making stuff up just to talk about it or just be messy, just be messy. And that ain't my name. So anything that I'm bringing, trust me, I done read up 
Um, or I've looked at it and seen somewhere, and I'm just in my opinion. I'm just spending my opinion, and that's also, and I have the tolerance. So I have the tolerance to understand that everybody's not going to agree with you, and I'm open to it, open to receive, change my mind. I'm so um, determined to feel a certain way about something, change mind. Mommy do it, mommy do it all the time when you're down. Mm-hmm. I be feeling the way, then he gets to breaking it down, and the books on it. I be like, all right, think about that. Like how I was talking about that uh, question K, right? But anyway, y'all know two hours be flying, don't it? And I ain't lying. But that's because I be on here and I be loving it. Talk y'all. Hope that this show has blessed y'all. Hope I brought in some good points. Hope I brought um, through some information that you didn't know about. Because I like to do that. I like to share information you didn't know about that's not to me. Um, get y'all to kind of think because sometimes when we are in a city and there's so much going on and there's so much going on in your life, we tend to just focus on that. But there's so much going on around the world and you are not alone or whatever it is. Like, yeah, it happened here, it happened there, it happened everywhere. Um, so just wrap your mind around that in your heart too. So, because that was one of the main points in this stuff. So, you're not alone in the midst of. You're not the only one um, that's going through. And you're not the only one. You're not the only one. And we got to start recognizing that. You know, not that it, it, it dumbs your situation down or um, doesn't mean that you're not dealing with trauma from it or you're not from a certain way about it. Um, but let that pick you up. Like, I ain't the only one. This is my situation. This is my circle now. I'm in the midst of it, but it ain't all of it. And don't give up. That's it. That's it. That's my message tonight. That was my message tonight. You're in the midst of it, but that ain't all of it. And do not give up. Do not give up. I'm going to be back next Thursday giving you all the same type of inspiration. But I'm also going to be here with my guest talking to her, letting her get her, get her story, letting you know what her gift is. And of course, letting you know how you can hear her up for any of her services. I got back to the information. I always try to do my business. That's why I ask. Um, send me your bio information so I can have a little bit, know a little bit about you. Because like I say, I don't want you to talk. She came me. I don't be making nothing up. Uh, so I let people come and tell their story. Um, and let you experience the glory and where they are at today. Shout out to all my former guests. I want to run y'all down. Shalina Brown, Frankie Jones. We had the sister B.I. with Peaceful Healing. We also had Shanika Jones, the real. Make sure you hit these people down. They supported me. You make sure you support them. Um, and then last week, yeah, we had Queen Shira the they uh, who came through. Um, and I hope y'all cops our albums because I gave that animation and everything else like that. But Google her, Google her, IG, all of that. She on there. Y'all, up, up, out of here. It's always a pleasure. God loves you. God bless you. Make sure you come through next Thursday, same time. I'ma have some rhymes. What in the what and some what in the worlds is your girl. Chad through the Emperor's Lady Cake Mix on Beatles Radio. Let's go. You better live. Better live, 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 give up.